Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hey, Falcon fans. We know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John. And, of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcast is and rumor has it anthony and i will have a tailgating segment fly up the stakes anthony can't wait john got the smoker going it's college football debrief everything you want to know about college football and more on your phone laptop mobile device any stream of service you desire john we are there it's the college football debrief Listening to the What's Up Falcons podcast. It's time to get to work. That's right. I'm talking to you, Vic Beasley, with Rock Hoop Q, Aries Falcon, and keeping it sexy, LG. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast. I guess we're done with our uh, summer camp edition, and the birds are pretty much in training camp, preparing for preseason. We already had our first game, so um, we're just going to roll with what's happening with camp, and we're going to talk about preseason stuff. We're going to talk about contracts. We're going to talk about who's going to stay, who's got to go, got to go. We're going to talk about evaluations. We're going to talk about all that stuff before we start the regular season with the regular show. So I want to thank everybody for checking these mini series that we had out. And I think we did pretty well, you know. We're not getting big time numbers, but we got decent numbers for, you know, four episodes in the off season. Cool, but, cool. But anyway, all right, guys. So I'm Rock and I'm joined today with my boy Al G, keeping it sexy. What's up, Al G? What's going on, man? The season has started. We're preseason, so you know we're getting a taste of what uh you know some of the uh, young guys looking like. So it's gonna be exciting to oh, see yeah. the next few weeks on how they proceed uh, on the field. So you know, just keeping our eyes out, man. See what we were working with. For sure, for sure. And we're also joined with my boy Q in the house. What's going on, Q? Hey, man. I'm glad to be here. And I'm happy to have, uh, well, I can't spoil the surprise. I'm happy to be here. That's all I'll say for now. <laughs> <laughs> we're happy to have you here, man. We're happy. 
You know, you got to put yeah. the stuff going on, so. <laughs> 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 All right, and we're also joined on the, from the West Coast, Aries Falcon in the house. What's going on, Aries? Oh, man. I'm, I'm excited about this season because I, I'm telling you, watching that preseason game. Woo! Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> Indeed. Got the blood boiling. <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Oh, yeah, man. We saw some interesting things out there we're going to talk about, man. So it's going to be fun. And we have in the house, his, this is will make his third time on this podcast. We have the guys from Pound for Pound ATL podcast on YouTube. We have the great Toby D. And we also have his partner, JR, in the house. What's up, Toby? What's up, JR? Ooh, hey, man. We feeling good, too, man. Shoot. My wife let me go to three three camp practices this season, boy. Hey, it's, we on the road, boy. <laughs> I know, man. You're moving on up, man. <laughs> it's going to come back to bite you, though. It's going to come back to bite you. I know. You're going to want to do something next time, and she's going to be like, no, no, no. Maybe you would do preseason? No, no. What's this? It's like a loan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always, it's always alone with the wife, man. But it's all good, man. That's why I married her. <laughs> she gonna be, hey Toby, she gonna be looking for her she shed, man. So you about to get ready for that? Yeah. <laughs> all right, and Jr. Man, how are you doing, man? Welcome to the What's Up Falcons podcast, man. We're happy to have you on. Well, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I appreciate, I appreciate the invite. I'm uh, looking forward to this uh, since y'all reached out to me. And then, uh, yeah, so cool. yeah, very much appreciate the invite. Uh, not a problem, man. Not a problem at all. Oh, have you ever heard our show before? I have, actually. I've, uh, I've listened to y'all quite a bit uh, as the season goes on. Um, I've drifted in and out of listening to different podcasts. Right. And I ain't gonna lie, it also depends on how the team's doing. If, <laughs> if they ain't doing so good, I tend to be a little more ornery. And uh, so I tend not to consume a lot of media. Right now, uh, hopes are high and optimism is reigning eternal. So uh, everything's good right now. Okay. As long as you know we are um, a little bit politically incorrect. <laughs> That's all right. Okay. This, okay. Unfortunately, this world could use some more politically incorrect. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> indeed, man. Indeed. All right. And I want to thank everybody for checking us out. And you, you know that uh, you can hit us up on Twitter if you have some, you want to ask a question or whatever. You can hit us up at, at What's Up Falcons, all one word. And we also have a text line, which is 404-919-8683 if you want to send us a text. And it seems like the only people that send us texts are Panthers fans. But keep doing it, Maurice and Angela. Keep doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate it. Hey did, hey, did we put Aries out there? Yeah, we, we mentioned Aries. Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear introductions. I'll make sure you're still there. Yeah, I'm still here. All right, guys, let's get into it. Now, um, we had our uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame game this past uh, Thursday uh, versus uh, versus Denver. And um, all of us, everybody saw it, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Unfortunately, oh, yeah. 
unfortunately. <laughs> man, it, it's preseason. I was, it was very fortunate. I'm, I'm sorry. It's not about the wins and losses when, when it comes to that. Exactly, exactly. I don't care if we win or lose. <laughs> nah, I don't care if we win or lose either. It's just kind of like, you know, a lot of these guys are going to be backups. I saw a lot of things that I wasn't impressed with, knowing that these guys are going to be backups if somebody goes down. And, um, well, Q, let's. Uh, well, we don't if I can start it off, I want to say. If I can start it off, I want to say yeah. I was very unimpressed with Matt Schaub. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Matt this Schaub guy is a former he, starter in the league. If, if he makes it out of preseason, I'll tell you that. <laughs> uh, look, I mean, right. unfortunately, with, with Ben Kirk going down, he's going to make it out of preseason. Right. Yeah. GR, yeah, that's that's a good point. And I, I listened to, I saw y'all's last video, man. You made a good point about that because I thought, you know, I, when, I, when, the, when the game was going on, I was like, bye, Schwab, it's over. And then, mm-hmm. yeah. then, the, then the damn toe incident. I'm like, oh, man. So, well, uh, if, if y'all know, like, like I put out today, you know, I put out a tweet saying, it's all, it can be considered like a blessing in disguise. Because the Falcons organization, at least as far as I paid attention to, they really like their veteran backups. Right. So this almost gives them an excuse to keep shop for another year without worrying about anybody snatching Ben Kirk off the practice squad. Right. That's true. So, you know, it's yet another year for Ben Kirk to mature. Right. In in their in the organization and the things that Matt Ryan needs him to do, because let's not get it twisted, backup quarterbacks aren't paid to play; they're paid to do other things. Right. right. You know, they're paid to to help the starter get ready for the for the game. Right. So, I mean, at least that's my opinion. Anyway. All right. Well, I did yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And God forbid. Yeah. God forbid. It's just not going to work that Matt Ryan. You know, mm. something happens. Yep. And Matt has to come in and run this team. I mean, it's yeah, not going to I agree. Yeah, yeah if, if Ryan goes down, we're, we're done anyway. Right. <laughs> you know, know, so. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Al, what would what, you like about the game, man? What, what stood out to you? Uh, shoot, I kind of like a. Uh, I kind of like the way Brian Hill looked a little bit. You know, he had some some highlights there. You know, a few good runs. Right. So you know, the backup running backs are, are kind of he's looking pretty good as far as you know having some some depth behind you know, Devontae. So I kind of like the you know the backs a little bit. You know, so that kind of stood out to me. You know, right. Brian Hill kind of he kind of looked like Tevin Coleman a little bit. Right. You know, out there. So that. That's kind of what basically stood out to me is the running game. So we got some some of the shine out of that. All right. What about you, Toby? Um, I'm gonna piggyback off that to Brian Hill. Um, he had a pretty good game. That's gonna be interesting to see because they held Edo Smith pretty much out of that game um, because it was a Hall of Fame game to see how he's gonna handle that when Edo gets a few snaps in his second game. Um to see if he picks up where he's left off, but he definitely showed some great flashes um, prior to three years ago when we drafted him. Right. Aries, anything stick out stick out to you, man, that you really like? John freaking Kaminsky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That was he, he, yes, popped up on, he popped up on special teams. He popped up on that defensive line. He was making plays all over. I'm, man, that's going to be a good guy to have in the cut playing the background, I tell you that. Yes, sir. I'm with you, man. 
I'll piggyback with you on that. He really impressed me as well. And I was like, ah, Vic, somebody else is out there, man. <laughs> I know he's not going to take his position, but I'm like, at least to put some fire on him. Right. Some, somebody got to push him. Exactly. You know? yeah, exactly. So. All right. That's cool. That's cool. So that's, that's, that's something to keep your eye on right there. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. See if you can keep that level of thing going. Exactly. And that's, exactly. that's the interesting part. Good thing with me. I wasn't really too worried about the offense. Our offense is, is set to go. I mean, we have so much firepower. I was mainly focused on the, the, the defense side of the ball. Right. And I saw Kaminsky. I saw a couple of linebackers. I forgot his name. Um, the one who played last year, uh, the uh, like the fourth round draft pick with, with the weird name. Oh, you talking yeah. about Alukanu? Uh, yes, him. He played well. I'm like, oh. This defense is going to be nice because they make some nice stops, good plays. It's going to be really nice to see. Nice, nice. Q, what were you feeling about the defense, Q? You like you like a little bit of what you saw or you seem concerned about it? No, no. I'll piggyback off Aries. I, I liked everything. You know, everything Aries said was basically like he read my mind. That was cool and everything. But at the same time, you know, the, you know, they were playing against, you know, the Broncos, you know, rookies or whatever. And, so we'll see. We'll see when when it comes to live action. I'm, I'm still I'm still just sitting back going. I'm gonna wait and see. And special teams still has me worried. Defense has me worried. You said special teams had you worried still. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We haven't had like a really really good kick return or punt return in a while. And um, I guess we got a new field goal kicker, right? Yeah. So we'll see how that works out. All right. Well, let's so talk I'm still, about I'm him. still, okay, go ahead. Let's do it. About Mr. Tavecchio. Now, you know, he, and everyone's been jumping on him because, you know, he missed, he was off the mark a little bit. He missed mm-hmm. one. He was off the mark. <laughs> he, he was. <laughs> and I was giving him the side. I, I mean, were y'all feeling the same way about, all right, <laughs> Matt Bryant would have yeah. missed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, somebody on um, Twitter um, just had mentioned in pregame warm-up, he just hit a 54-yarder, and then he comes back in the game and actually missed the 54-yarder that he kicked. Um, you know, that that kind of concerns me a little bit because that's situational football. And right. in situations when you miss key kicks like that in those types of situations, that, that was concerning. Now, he had some nice ones last year. We we saw some some 50-yarders. Right. Uh, but, you know, you, at least it's preseason, so he can get that together. Yeah. He better. <laughs> because yeah, unfortunately, we've been uh, we've been spoiled for years with Matt Bryant. Yeah. But, uh, oh, man. But, I mean, we saw... And before that, uh, Morton Anderson... Right, right, exactly. But I mean, but we saw what that three, four game stretch last year. He come in and made some high leverage kicks for us, so he has the ability. Right. So yeah. unless it continues through the preseason, then I may get concerned. But one kick, not not that big a deal. Even Matt Bryant missed a few every now and again. Right. Yeah, I'll give you that, Jill. I do too. But I'm just saying the expectation on for this guy. It's high amongst the family. Oh, he's got some. He's, he's got some shoes to fill. Yeah, it's high, man. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be doomsday every time he misses one. Oh yeah, I mean they're gonna be ready, dude. Oh, yeah. He's not gonna be able to go to Kroger's or anywhere if he, he misses. Not at all. Say what they are. I said he's not gonna be able to stick his head out nowhere. No, no. <laughs> 
Not at all. Hey. Have folks yelling at him, all kind of stuff. So, it, you know, it's like, just do your job, man. <laughs> big shoes, That's big it. shoes. All right, all right. Uh, let's see. Okay, Tavecchio. Um, we talked about Schwab. Any anything else we leave out from that from that game that everybody want to bring up or talk about? Well, I just I want to pick it back off of uh, uh, Q on a special team because we did have a couple of muffs right. on the uh, on kickoffs and punts, so that is kind of concerning. I think Toby, I I think he mentioned this guy. I can't remember his name. Number three, Marty. Yeah, I think he kind of spoke on him uh, on one of the podcasts, but I don't know. Maybe he just had the jitters. You know, a lot of them guys had jitters, you know, the first game out there. So I don't know. So maybe he can move forward from that. But I hadn't really – I want to see this guy, you know, really, you know, secure a catch and, you know, actually make a return. So I'm going to give him that game. I'm sure they was nervous. <laughs> <laughs> you know, first professional game, you got to give it to him. So we'll see how he moves from there. So – you know, those guys fighting for those positions. So hopefully in the next few games, you're digging, you know, kind of tighten up on those errors after watching these films. Yeah, so right. the special teams still a concern. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But like you said, it's, you know, one game, Hall of Fame game. I mean, uh, Pro Bowl game, but whatever. Yeah, Hall, Hall of Fame, Fame Hall of Fame game. Right. And you got to play, you got to play five preseason games instead of four. So, you know, yeah. I wasn't expecting too much this game. So all, yeah. all right. So overall, it was it was you know everyone feels that it was a pretty decent showing just compared to you know the build up, the players they picked. We've been waiting to see. Yeah. We feel a little not not as you know nervous. I would say not as nervous, but like you said, this first game you just got to see what we're looking like the next few weeks and see if those guys get settled in as you know they continue to play. Right. You know. What are you gonna say, Toby? Well, I said Dirk Cutter was my biggest standout. Um, you know, I don't want to give away too much of somebody listening to the podcast that be studying football, but he he showed um, some early samples of how he's going to be able to call the game pretty well when um, Burnt Bankert got in there. Um, you saw a lot of his style incorporated into Kyle Shanahan's style. Um, the one play, for example, I can call it out because many people don't see that on film, all professionals and all of that. But um, there was a play where they had 13 personnel with one running back and three tight ends in there uh, when the third or fourth strings in there. And, uh, Banker hit Jaden Graham for a 16-yard pass. Yeah. Um, that also was the play that in 2015 Matt Ryan hit Tony Mayaki on um, that Mayaki took down the sideline for a touchdown. Uh. Um, so that gave me some indication right there that Dirk Cutter's understanding how Kyle Shanahan calls uh, his offense and mixing in his own offense as well. So I, I think that's why I'm getting excited because when the um, veterans come in, the first stringers and second stringers come in with Matt Ryan, man, this season, I, I see us having a pretty high-powered offense. This yeah, season. When, he, when he get his real boy toys in there. Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the same. I'm the same way. I mean, I mean, these the, 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 but just about almost all these plays that he's going to show during preseason are, are going to be plays that he's probably never going to use again. Right. So yeah. it's just a, a, a show the offense and and the, you know you know say different looks. So yeah, and I, I do think he's going to like you said do a, a, some of Shanahan's stuff mixed in with his own stuff because that that proved to work for us. So, right. You know, so right. why 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 go from that? Just 
change it up, make it tight. Yeah, exactly. exactly. All right, where are we now, fellas? Well, if y'all are done, well, what do you think about Graham anyway? That um, was he a tight end choice pick that we picked? We picked. Uh, he was an undrafted. I think he was undrafted. He was undrafted free okay. agent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. So Hoop don't have anything to worry about. Nah, man. No. Who about to be the man? Now, the question is going to be is how many snaps is you going to eat into Muhammad Sanu? Because, you know, with what Malarkey put out there helping to make this man elite this season. And if you guys remember, Tony Gonzalez took a lot of snaps from Harry Douglas because they ran essentially the same routes. So, this could be interesting as the season goes along to see because you know they're going to flex Hooper out a lot more. Right. in this season with Dirk Cutter as the offense coordinator than, than Kyle Shanahan and Sartre. Yeah. yeah, but see, on, on like third and short, I would go with, you know, you know the uh, hands over the new than I would with Hooper. So. Oh, it's, oh, it's new over yeah. Hooper? Yeah. Yeah. Right. So new's been that third down security blanket. Exactly. Uh, he's got here uh, for Ryan. That was somebody, I mean, you can definitely tell who Ryan trusts when it comes to, you know, must-have downs. And it's, it's generally either Julio or Sanu. Right. Well, we saw that. Sanu kind of reminds me, Sanu kind of reminds me of back when we had uh, Brian Finneran on the team. Brian Finneran, he was that guy on third down. Yeah. Right. Just a possession receiver. Like yeah. Nose, physical, you know, possession receiver. Right. Exactly. All right, well, we saw that um, Big Baby, Rashid Hageman, was injured, man. He went down with a groin injury in the first quarter, man. Are y'all concerned that Rashid's not going to make the, the squad? Well, I say he should be concerned that he ain't going to make the team. Yeah. <laughs> He's already listed in third string. Yeah. You know? Uh, but the sad part is, before he went down, when I was re-watching the Hall of Fame game, because I don't have much of a life, um... <laughs> One of the snaps, like I think one of the first plays on defense, I paused it, and right when I paused the daggum TV, I kid you not, he was at least two steps ahead of the rest of the defensive line. Oh. <laughs> and because I was like, oh man, who is that? And then I let him hit play, and I was like, daggum, that's eight. I mean, he was just like a man amongst boys, and then he gets hurt. Right. I just, I just don't know if he's put enough out there in practice for them to consider keeping. That's a shame, man, because, you know, he was promising from, you know, from what everyone was saying who saw him out there in training camp. I mean, I'm sure you guys were out there and um, everything that I heard is that he was pretty good. Yeah, he was looking good. Yeah. And we were just hoping that he had his head on straight, so, you know, maybe he could have made, you know, did some damage this year, but hopefully he can come back and hopefully they'll put him on the team, but who knows? Yeah, now that's somebody talking about, you know, John Kaminsky hurting somebody. Right. With John Kaminsky showing, that's somebody that he could hurt because uh, if John continues to show what he showed in that Hall of Fame game as well as what he's been doing in practice, right. um, it may make it hard for Hegman to make it on the team um, with that type of showing. And, you know, this guy's already doing spin moves and getting sacks, right. uh, albeit against third and fourth stringers, but to still hustle in that one play um, like he did when the quarterback tried to scramble out and get the sack, that was impressive for me. 
out of two guys that were that he was up against in the offensive line that was double teaming him. Right, indeed, man. All right. Well, um, outside of that, I mean, we we talked about the game. It's all good. Your boy Tony uh, Gonzalez got uh, inducted and got his bust. He was out there flossing, looking all pretty, like he pretty Tony. Hey, he deserves it, man. He deserves. It. He's oh, pretty yeah. and he's great. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he is, he's the Ric Flair of tight ends. He's the bar. I mean, when you talk about tight ends, they're gonna they're gonna compare all tight ends to Kevin Gates. Tony Gonzalez, so yeah, he's he's the bar which being a great tight end is going to be at. Yeah, definitely. and it was yeah, cool. He, to, he set he set the bar. Yeah, definitely. He, yeah, we we miss him here, man. Damn. No, no doubt. And uh, I honestly think he can still contribute right now. I mean, I know he looked great. He looked great. Yeah, Ronnie White, Ronnie White probably can, can contribute right now. Tony Gonzalez can come back to the Falcons and contribute. You beat Austin uh, Austin Hooper for a position, right? I believe it too, because Tony stays in shape. He has his whole workout routine. He has his, you know, his workout app, and he's the kind of dude that you know stays in good shape. He's just I, like Brady. He, I, he's a he's a tight end of Brady. But I did notice, man. I don't know if y'all noticed too that he was a little smaller though. Did y'all notice that? He yeah, he lost weight. Yeah, yeah. he slimmed weight. He slimmed down. Yeah. But, but a lot yeah, of people do that. Yeah, as a weightlifter, if you don't need to put that stress on your body, man. Right. Don't don't put that stress on your body. I mean, his his joints and arthritis sitting in it. Oh, you know, like I can understand him being smaller. No, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm glad he did. I mean, I know he was still in shape, top notch and stuff. So he just looked a little different because I was used to seeing Tony, you know, all bulked up and stuff. But it was good that yeah. he, he's still taking care of himself. I mean, he might actually be faster. I mean, he might actually be faster and more athletic. At a smaller size, well, that's what it be. Maybe not, maybe not a blocker or an offense, right? But getting out there, catching the ball, right? All right, fellas. Well, uh, that's cool. Well, let's go ahead and talk about since we uh, talked about the uh, the, the uh, Hall of Fame game. Let's talk a little bit about camp and uh, Toby and Jr. Y'all went, y'all went to camp after this game too. I know you went before. Well, at least. Um, yeah, both of you guys went before, but y'all went after too. Yes. Yeah, we went to the uh, the open practice they had at the at the stadium, okay. the military appreciation. Oh yeah. Day, yeah. Uh, which was really cool, and if you want to talk about a uh, a game day vibe to go watch practice, right? That shocked me, you know, because I'm used to being up at the branch where there's what you know, fifteen hundred people, right? You know, up on that hill, but yeah. about half that stadium was full. Maybe not that much, but <laughs> like they had the they had the one hundred section and the two hundred section open, and each one of those was about half full. Wow! And it, are it you guys felt, bets, sir? Are you guys bets? No, 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 sir, no, sir. My uh, my brother was in the army, and uh, okay. I have family that was. Um, in the military, but they told me no. I have asthma. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> well, I what you told him. Put a poke No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, yeah. But no, that was a real experience to 
to feel like like Atlanta gets a bad rap a lot for being a bad sports town, but to have that many people show up to a practice on a Sunday, you know, kind of kind of debunks that. You know, it was right. it was wall to wall fans, and that was good to see. You know, out there supporting the team. Cool, man. And why does Atlanta get that reputation? Is it because we're a transplant? You know, like we get. Yeah, I was about to say because, like, when when the Steelers come to town, all the people who've moved here from Pittsburgh all become Steelers fans, and you got a a butt ton of of Cowboys fans that were fans because bandwagon fans in the nineties. You know that. And when the Cowboys come to town, they bust out their old starter jacket and, you know, go to the stadium. So, you know, it's, it's bad optics. What was it, three or four years ago when the Bears were in town, we had to use a hard count in our own stadium? Well, I, yeah, I talk about that all the time on the show. I was actually at that game. Right. Yeah, they had to, yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. But I had season tickets for like five years. And any time any good team came to town where there was – and it was like – it almost seemed like every week, like there was more of the other teams – fans there than ours but if the Eagles came to town there was more Eagles fans than Falcons Bears Steelers uh, Seahawks well Seahawks New Orleans New Orleans I mean I could go on Giants I mean I could pretty much go on and on anytime we played it was just more of their fans than our fans I mean the only time you didn't really see it was when we played teams that just absolutely sucked you know yeah. <laughs> if the Arizona Cardinals came to town, you were in good shape. Other than that, even you know Eli Manning came to town, and you had more Giants fans on a Monday night game fighting fighting Falcons fans in the stands. It was crazy, man. <laughs> Although I got to admit, when I went to the Rams game, it was more Falcons fans than it was Rams fans. So, <laughs> yeah, LA has out, LA has outdone us. <laughs> we, we, we had it on lock. I'll tell you, we had it on lock that game, like both games, like like that that playoff game and the game the year before that. It was just it was a, a sea of red and black. It was ridiculous. Wow, that was that was at LA. Yeah, that was in L.A. That was in L.A. Let that game happen in Atlanta, and all of a sudden you'll realize there's more Rams fans in Atlanta than you ever even could even dream of. <laughs> and all the Falcons fans that have season tickets sell their tickets to these guys. So now all of a sudden, instead of sitting next to a Falcons fan like you have week in and week out, now you're sitting next to this weird person that bought tickets off the Internet. That's a Rams fan, and then, you know, next thing you know, a fight breaks out. It got crazy, man. I actually gave up the tickets because of that. I went to a few, I had five years, and then those five years, in my section alone, we had about four fights break out. And at the time, I was taking my son, who's a newborn, so fights are breaking out, and I'm holding a newborn kid in my hands, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm over it, man. I can't do this anymore. I'm too old for it. Mm. My old neighbor, man, he went to a game maybe like, I don't know if it was last season or the season before last, but he got in a fight with a Panthers fan. (laughs) So it's just crazy out there, man. These people look. Yeah, it's crazy. But they get drunk and they get all, you know, happy. And, you know, they they forget that, you know, you are in enemy territory, even though, you know, you have people wearing the same. I can tell you right now. I can tell you right now, the Eagles fans are the worst football fans in all of football. Well, I think everyone is that. <laughs> well, I can, I can guarantee it. I'm like, oh, my goodness. That last game when Michael Vick came back, oh. there was so many. I know they don't show it on TV, obviously, but 
being there when Michael Vick, he wasn't even a starter then. Donovan McNabb was still the starter. They brought Mike in for a couple of plays, and Mike ended up throwing a, a touchdown pass to the tight end. And um, I, I was there that know. game. I, I wasn't inside, but I was tailgating outside. Okay, well, yeah. It was crazy inside, man. But uh, all right, well, fellas, Jr. Um, Toby, anything else stood out when y'all went back to? Um, I mean, as far as the players after the well, the previous game. No, the ones that we've been mentioning. Brian Hill looked good again in practice. Uh, believe it or not, uh, Big Beasley looked real good uh, in in practice. Right. Uh, and I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> I know you don't, and, and, and as you should, you know, right now. Uh, until until he does it on the field, like during game time, right. I wouldn't believe the reports either. But you know, I, I did see it with my own eyes. He he had a good play on a run, and there was a couple times that had that been a live action, he would have gotten to the quarterback. You right. know, before he got the pass off. So we'll see if it translates. You know, right. um, he does know the amount of pressure that he's got on him. You know, if he wants to stay here and gets paid, he's right. got to perform. That's true, Jr. And I like what you said about him in, in the video that it's pretty much at the Vic on what happens next. It is. I mean, for the people who want to say that Dan Quinn's tied to, to Vic Beasley, I don't buy into that because people in that front office know how he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and the work he's putting in. Right. So, you know, I, I don't believe Quinn's job is tied to Vic, whether he makes it or not. It's on Vic and... You know, hopefully he shows out. Hopefully he makes it hard on them not to pay him. That's what you're Well, well I'm, I'm going to put it like this, JR. Mm-hmm. Big better get it. Yeah. Because yeah. Dan, I agree. Quinn has, I agree. Dan Quinn has stepped out as far as putting his neck out there. You know, and that's why I kind of disagree because Dan Quinn has stuck his neck out there this year because he knows he's got to get Vic to turn around to be an eighth overall pick. Um, when you're eighth overall pick, man, you got to bring it. And that season he had in 2016, um, we haven't seen that season again since. Now, hopefully this year it comes back. We shall see. We'll but see. Um, we cannot afford a losing season this year, in my opinion. Now, I don't believe no. that Dan will be fired, but one of them is going to yeah. me. It's either going to be him or Thomas Dimitro. Well, I'll say this. I, now losing season is a whole different ball game than whether Vic Beasley does well or not. Yeah. Right. If we, if we go to the playoffs and Vic's got three sacks and they let Vic walk, we'll just you know you wipe your hands and say, well that one didn't work out. It happens all the time with, with NFL picks and prospects. Happened with Jamal Anderson. Right. Exactly. So, but now if we have a if we turn in a losing season. Now I'm gonna go ahead and call it. The seat's gonna get the seat's gonna get real hot, and it would not surprise me if him or Dimitrov win. You know, but uh, but they gave Mike Smith two bad years before they started swinging an axe. Yeah, and they, they did. But you got to remember, Arthur Blank ain't at that level no more that he gave Mike Smith, in my opinion. Right. Especially after your team in the second year of their existence, soccer team got a championship. So the pressure's on, in, in my opinion, about the Falcons because we've been well overdue. 
Not to mention that uh, Arthur knows he got players, man, that's coming towards the end of their career, man. So it's got to happen now. Right. You know, you got some old guys still out there that's got to have it now or it's, it's not going to happen. So it's a sense of urgency I, still, man. It's a sense of urgency. I, yeah, I agree. I think Matt Ryan and Julio Jones are, are two guys that are starting to get old. I mean, it's, it's time to, you know, start thinking about a, 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 a shoe backup for Matt Ryan. And, you know, I mean, Julio, you know, we got Calvin Ridley, we'll be okay. But I'm starting to worry about Matt Ryan. I mean, I don't know how many more good years he has in the tank. He has yeah, especially his continuous oh, especially his continuous take, 40 ah. plus sacks a uh, season. Mm, yes, exactly. Yeah, so that's growing it up real quick. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, well, if you look at, you know, let's say Matt Ryan's stats, he's actually starting to come to his prime. I mean, as far as his accuracy is, you know, yeah. you know, his completion percentage, it's just his front line that was giving him so many problems with it. Right. So, and even with that front line and 42 sacks, he still put up comparable numbers to his MVP season. So yeah, I, I agree completely about, you know, him coming into his own. And, uh, you know, as far as, as his accuracy and things of that nature. And nowadays, quarterbacks play for a lot longer. I mean, look at uh, Brady and Manning. Uh, but Brady's, and, not, Brady's not taking as many sacks. Brady's not taking as many sacks. And Manning sucks. I wouldn't be surprised if Manning gets, if Eli Manning gets benched. I mean, Eli Manning had a horrible season last year. I was talking about Peyton. Yeah, he was talking about Peyton. Peyton. Uh, I'm talking about Eli. Eli freaking sucks. <laughs> but he has two we rings. But he has two rings. Yeah, he does have that. His defense on the back mm, of his defense. By luck. Just right. be real. On the back of his defense. Hey, Aries, a ring is a ring. Man, he, <laughs> as, as, as but still, he has a defense. He has a defense. He has a defense. We that, that's true. That is true. But but Eli had a defense that we don't have. If we had that defense, I wouldn't be worried right now. I'd be sitting here right now saying, oh, man, everything is, um, you know, butterflies and, and fairies. Like, it's great, but, you know, we're going to put up a lot of points. But I think this season's going to be just like last season. Last last team with the ball wins the game. And that's kind of how it is. Well, they're, they're, they are doing some things. Dan Quinn told us that he was. they were adding some different pass rush packages and things of that nature. So we did see some things as far as like, so far they've still been consistently doing, you know, showing the 3-4 looks, even to us in practice and um, the 5-2 defense that they was running in the um, Hall of Fame game and they've been running all practice. Um, we'll see how much of that carries over when the season gets here, but I believe that I'm a believer in Vic. Don't get me wrong. I wanted them to draft Vic from Clemson. They did do that. And I, I believe that if they use him in the way that um, JR and I believe that they're going to use him, him and Tack, one of them is going to eat pretty good. Well, speaking of that, I wanted to, I'm glad you brought that up, Toby, because JR, I saw your uh, video. You, you made a good point about what they could end up doing with Vic, man. Could you talk, tell us a little bit about that? Because I don't know if the fellas saw it or not. I, I got to, to thinking about it. Uh, it was all in, in the form of like the discussion about switching schemes and stuff like that. And I got to thinking about what, how could you justify keeping uh, Vic Beasley pass this year? Right. Like what would have to happen? You know what I'm saying? Would it have to be ridiculous sack season? And then when I, I went to the website and pulled up his stats and I noticed something, 
on the website now granted that depth card was had him listed different but on the website they have him listed as an outside linebacker not a defensive end right and that got me and that got me thinking and that got me thinking about another like athletically like freaky athletic dude in Anthony Barr from Minnesota right uh you know, he's more of an off-the-ball, off like, rush linebacker. Drops in coverage quite a bit. Things of that nature. So, I got to compare, you know, their stats. And if you look at the, you know, 2017 season. Right. That, that they dropped Vic into more coverage than they did last year. Uh, his numbers compare favorably with Anthony Barr's. You know, Barr had, uh, last year, had... 39 solo tackles and 17 Vic had 23 solo tackles they both had eight tackles for loss and Vic had five sacks with Moore had three mm-hmm. when I started comparing that I looked at the deal that that Minnesota gave Barr and they gave Barr a five year 67 and a half million dollar contract right right that basically broke down with bonuses and all the other stuff to $13 million a year. Okay, that's not much more than you're paying Vic right now. Right. And if they if they use that as a comparison, I could see how you could end up keeping Mike, or not Mike, uh, Big Beasley. Hmm. You know, under that type of a contract right. versus paying him Von Miller type money. You know, because he's not a Von Miller rusher. We've seen that. No even near in, a Von Miller type rusher. Exactly. Even in his like amazing year, it was still only 15 and a half sacks. Yes, he led the league that year, but he led the league with 15 and a half sacks. He didn't leave it with 20 or 18 or 19 or you, you see what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So um, I, I feel like that maybe now with Quinn being back in charge, his big mantra has always been Let's put players in the best position to succeed. Right, yeah. And if, if he's true to his word and watched as many plays as he says he did, maybe he saw that. Maybe he saw that, you know, we don't necessarily need Vic rushing all the time. Might be better if we're dropping him into coverage or having him spy the quarterback or use his athleticism. Right. You know, what do y'all think about that? I think I think that makes sense. You know, because he it's not that he you know he just can't get the yeah get off the mark to get around those guys who keep pushing him off, but maybe his skills can be used somewhere else. Right, and, and you know, and when he does rush, if you're dropping him in coverage quite a bit, then you can start getting you know exotic with when you do rush him. You know, if you rush him from a wider angle, right, then his blazing speed can be an asset to him. And didn't y'all say when y'all saw him in training camp that he had more success when he was standing up instead of getting down low to the ground like he normally does? Yeah, he, he looked good. You know, uh, rushing from a two-point stance. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to call it, man. I believe that I'm just, I'm going to call it right now. I believe Vic is going to have a 10-sack season. If they do what I think they're going to do, um, we we did see them working to perfect um, pirate stunts. Mm-hmm. Um, what you got, you know, tackle in type pass rushing um, to get to the QB, and that's perfect scenario for both Tack and Big, and even John Kaminsky because these guys are so fast, man. Um, and you have guys like now that you brought Alan Bailey in there, um, Grady Jarrett. 
that can hold up blocks and allow these guys to twist on in to get to the quarterback, especially in the shotgun, because that's where we've struggled at, to me, the most, getting to the QB when they're in the shotgun formation. Um, And being able to have a path and a quicker path to get there with those pirate stunts, I think would be perfect. Um, I mentioned this in the video. uh, Well, I didn't get to mention it, but I did tweet it out about the year Alden Smith came in and joined and tagged up tag team with Justice Smith. They ran a lot of those pirate stunts. And uh, I think Alden had like almost 20 sacks that year, his rookie season. Um, So that's why I'm saying one of them or both of them could eat well with these new pass rush packages that um, Dan Quinn is is putting in, installing. Hmm. Hey, fellas, I think we have Hoop just joined us uh, on the call. Hoop, you there? Hoop! Hoop, you there? Hoop? Uh-uh. I see him there, but you may have us on mute. It's shy. Yeah, I'm mute mic. He said he's shy. You hear it? <laughs> That's one thing. Hoop ain't. He ain't shy. No, he ain't. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> All right, well. Well, Hoop figures out the audio problem. He's here, but I, we can't hear him. But, um, all right, that's interesting, man. That's interesting. When you said that on your video, man, I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, it, it, to piggyback on what Toby was saying about the stunts, if you go back and watch the uh, the Seahawks playoff game in 2016, yeah. they gave their offensive line up with twists and stunts. Like, they just, they couldn't handle it, period, point blank. And it wouldn't surprise me if you saw more looks like that this year than you have in, you know, in the past two years under uh, Manuel. Hmm. Well, I've I've said before, mentioned before that the great Chuck Smith said the the only, the biggest problem with Vic is that he doesn't have a signature move. Right. You know, so hopefully that will... That's what they're addressing. Hopefully, uh, that's my only real concern that I've had so far. Not necessarily about signature moves, but I've heard a lot like um, some of the local radio guys, the ones who are go report up at that Flowery Branch have said that they've heard people say that he doesn't necessarily take coaching as well and not necessarily looking to put in the extra work. Yeah. And that's what separates good from great. Yeah, we, that's true. So, we we've talked about that. We've had guys on there that, that uh, mentioned that exact same thing. I think David Sheely was the first one that said that because right. they because they said that um, when we had uh, B Cox here, you know Brian Cox, he get into your shit. Uh-huh. You know he yells at your stuff, and Vic just shuts down. Right about that, and at, I've had him at my place of work. We we did a show, and he was one of the draft the rookies there. And the producer of that show said that they, you know, after talking to him, they're like, he's a cool guy, he's nice, but he doesn't have NFL material, the demeanor, the demeanor for the NFL to last long. And that's and that's something you can't teach. Exactly. You just gotta either have it or you don't. I, yeah, I mean I mean I agree. I I I noticed that a while ago. It's just Vic just seems really soft. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's just he don't have that dog. I don't know right? what what happened in, in you know when he left Clemson, but you know. Yeah. 
It's not it's not the fact that, you know what I'm saying, he had it in Clemson and then left. It's just when he was in Clemson, he was surrounded by a lot more, you know what yeah. I'm saying, better, better, better players than him. So he got he got the looks. Right. Now it's like when now like he's supposed to be the main guy on that defensive line getting the pressure. Right. It's not there. Right. Because mm-hmm. he had he had Shaq Lawson and Grady Jerry with him at, around that time, right? Exactly. Yeah. Correct. All right. Hoop, are you there? Yeah, can anybody hear me? Hello? Hello? Anybody? Ooh. Hoops in the house, everybody. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> what's up, everybody? What, 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 what are we talking about here? I, I know I hear, I hear we big bashing. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> so this is, but if you listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast, you know we do that a lot. But um, now we were just going over what, you know, J, we have JR and Toby back with us. And, uh, you know, we were talking about what we liked at, at the um, the uh, Hall of Fame game. And then they went to back to uh, Veterans Day at the stadium to see, you know, it was open to the, the public and it's told us what they thought. So did you watch did the I game? Miss, did, did I miss the Matt Schaub slander yet? Or oh, yeah. Later? You did? Okay. That you was did? early. Yeah, that was early. But go ahead and give your comments about what do you think about Matt Schaub? That was off the jump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, don't think, I don't think I can add anything yet. Uh, prior to that, uh, I forgot the other quarterback that brought in. I, I thought he looked a lot he, better than Shop. He did until he got hurt, you know? Oh, yeah. Blue. My bad. But anyway. Shop put some voodoo on him, man. That's what happened. Yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the curse of the mats, man. We cannot get rid of all these damn mats on this team, man. I think that's what our problem is. We have too many damn. Well, you mats. got rid of Matt Bryant. We got rid of one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got rid of one. We got rid of the. Well, I wouldn't say the the roll. The roll. The roll. That's what that's what the problem was. The wrong mat. Got rid of the wrong mat and brought Matt Seals back. I'm still puzzled about that. <laughs> This team loves Matt, man. What's up with that? (laughs) Matt (laughs) Boston. That's true. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. (laughs) We would have had a we would have had a five five if Matt Brown was back. Yep. We would have had a (laughs) A Matt five. A Matt five. Team of Matt's. All right, fellas. I want to ask y'all about this. Did y'all hear? About Arthur Blank's comments about Julio, well, Julio's uh, agent. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I did not. What, what, what did he say? Yeah, I didn't hear you. Well, basically, he was just saying that, you know, they were asking him about, uh, I think Dukes and Bells of 1990 Gang was asking Mr. Blank about the situation with Julio and what's going on with that. And Arthur said that Julio will be the highest played uh, wide receiver in the league but he's like they're still trying to work out the details and he's waiting for his people to get serious so they can get this deal done what does that mean it all comes down to the guaranteed money Right. Yeah, where they're having the problem. <laughs> I agree. Guaranteed money, but damn, yeah, that's, that's the guaranteed money. Because because with 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 Julio being what uh, thirty years old, he doesn't have yeah. too much longer left. Right. So to pay him the bulk of the contract on the back end, he knows that that, that, that he's not going to see it. Right. So he, 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 he wants that money up front. 
But you think? But they already said he's going to be the highest paid wide receivers. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that, that, that can be a hundred million dollar contract. But I mean, only get like you gotta believe it when you see it. Guarantees. Right. Yeah. Right. You know, so it's it, it all comes down to where the guarantee's going to sit because he'll take he'll play for twelve million a year. But if he gets like sixty five million get guaranteed, he's you know so he's cool with that. Right. Right. I don't know. So, yeah, there were there was reports out a couple of months ago when they were saying the deal could be near. Um, that also came out behind that saying that Julio and his team was waiting to see what these other wide receivers were going to get paid. Uh, you know, just in my theory is I don't believe Julio wants to be the highest paid for two seconds and then slide back down to number seven or eight. Right. Um, we saw Michael Thomas already get his money. I doubt Amari Cooper, uh, although, you know, Jared Jones did say there's offers on the table for his trio um, with Elliott, Dak, and, and Cooper. And uh, <clears throat> Cooper, but uh, I don't see Cooper getting that kind of money. And then there's word that A.J. Green is supposed to be getting his money, even though he just he's gotten injured now and probably will miss uh, a couple of games So I, I think it's I don't know exactly What's going on And what it means But I, you know Both of them have been Putting stuff out In the media And I think that was Arthur Blank's chance To take his shot Because Julio came out And said That he believes Arthur Blank And takes him at his word Right So now My turn um, Your ages are playing so let's let's get it going. <laughs> so I, I I think you know once that battle is over with, who who's putting it in? Whoever's court, somebody's going to eventually make the shot. So you but you don't you think it'll get you definitely believe it'll get done before the first regular season game, right? Yeah. And maybe I'm being optimistic, but I don't think Julio Jones is going to miss a, a, a regular season game, man. But I, you know, that's just me. Maybe I'm just being optimistic about the whole thing. The fact that the man is at camp, he barely plays in preseason anyway. I mean, the last couple of years shows record of that. Right. Um, so that well, it seems like this season, about. this season he's not even playing any preseason games. I heard. Yeah, he's not going to play at all. And he's I said he said miss the whole preseason, which yeah. I don't blame him. I wouldn't have them playing either. I mean, you seeing guys already getting nicked up. Right. Um, guys we just signed not too long ago, Jamon Brown, and even though he was back in practice today, and James Carpenter went down with a hip flexor. Um, but looks like he could be back by, you know, by week one. And then, you know, um, McGarry um, with the heart situation. <laughs> You yeah. know, which a lot of fans was about to jump off the ledge about that because I'm already was hearing people see. I don't know why they got this guy knowing that he had this condition. <laughs> you know, but it is what it is, man. I, you know, I already said, man, I'm going to support whoever's here. So, and I hope Julio is is playing suited up week one. We shall see. Well, I did hear a report today that McGarry got the okay from his doctor and he was looking good and then the doctor wasn't worried so I, I hear he's good to go. Yeah. So who? What's up with Julio? What's up with that? What, what's up with him getting paid or what? What, what, what are we talking about? What are your thoughts about what are your thoughts about his agent? Holding out. Holding out. Well, what, holding out in the offseason. With, with Arthur Blank hey. calling his agent out about not being serious. I'm, I'm, I'm pro player when it comes to that uh, especially with like the running back running back position you know you um, Ezekiel Elliott was mentioned earlier I mean you, I mean if you're pay, playing at a high level right. this is the NFL you need to get paid you're compensated for playing at the high level you're not going to be able to command that 
in maybe three or four years. So I'm I'm for it. Uh, like I'm like Julio. Arthur Blank seems like an honorable businessman, and uh, you know they're they gonna they're gonna work it out. They're gonna work that paper out. Uh, uh, yeah, I believe they are too. But my only thing about this comes back to what Toby was saying earlier. Arthur ain't playing this year. We. This is like Super Bowl and not embarrass me again in front of the entire world or bust season. And if he if he makes these deals with Julio, with all these people, all these, he's going to hold. I think he may hold a lot of people accountable through because he's giving them everything that they're asked for so he far. Is, he's selling out a bunch of money. A lot of money. Exactly. So he's um, like, my soccer team gave me a, a, a championship. Come on, guys. So, so don't you want to make your most consistent player happy? I mean, this is. I mean, me. He, Julio don't need to come up short. Yeah, of course. He's already told Julio he's going to be the top paid guy. He's like Julio. He's never did Julio wrong. Why is it taking? Why is it taking so long though? No, he's never did Julio wrong. Well, because he had to pay, take care of all these other chumps, man. So you know, and Julio like hey, last hey, year. Hey, Deion, Deion, Deion Jones ain't no chump now. Come on, I know. I'm, I, you know, I'm, saying, you know man. Man. I'm not calling. I'm, hey, I'm not calling anybody a chump I mean, as far as their play. I'm just watch, watch your mouth, Rock. Watch your mouth. You, you're talking about Julio the star. I'm talking about Julio. You know, but. look, man, the emotion came out of him, guys. Don't don't, don't hold that again. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just emotion. This pure emotion came but, out. But That's I'm all. Say, I feel for Arthur, man. He got embarrassed very bad. I mean, we, we we can never live that down. People would never live as down. Tom Brady's still making damn jokes about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And this oh, is his payday. Exactly. And this is serious. <laughs> this fan base is serious about this team. We know sometimes we you know, everyone doesn't show up, but when we do, we support this team. And we want them to, to win. Hell, other fucking the team players want uh franchises feel bad for us and want us to win. So I'm right. saying, I think everybody on this team should take it that seriously, and Arthur will make it right. So let me ask you a question about this Falcons squad. Who do you think wins the division this year? Who do you talk to? Mm-hmm. I'm talking to everyone, everyone, everyone. If you had to take a guess right Atlanta. now, who, who wins the division? Atlanta. Atlanta wins the division over New Orleans? Unbiasedly, yeah. Drew Brees at the end of the season could barely throw the ball have, uh, 10 yards down the field. They exactly. paid Michael Thomas $100 million to take a five-yard slant. Yeah, I, I, right. I really exactly. feel like... Yeah. You know, today, why, why would you select anybody else? Right. <laughs> I'm not worried about Cam Newton. I'm not worried about Crab Legs in Tampa Bay. I am worried about Drew Brees in New Orleans. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm going to be worried. They better win this division this year because that talent is stacked on both sides of the ball. We normally never pay defensive guys the type of money we gave Grady Jerry or Deion Jones and about to give Keanu Neal soon. And possibly Big Beasley, should we keep him here after this season? So when when Arthur Black is, is shelling money out like that, and then he's allowing you to go out and get guys like Adam Bailey to come in um, and bring him in, um, you got to get to win this division. I, I, I don't I don't see that really to me being an excuse. I, I really don't. Amen. As long as everybody stays healthy, as long exactly. as you have a healthy team, right? He should be NFC South champ. 
you know, NFC champs, Super Bowl champs. Those should be the goals. And I'm glad you brought that up, JR, about the health situation because, see, if we keep having these players going down with these nick-night injuries or possibly missing the season, i.e. J.J. Wilcox, i.e. Michael Bennett um, and Van Kurt, that might need to be addressed. I agree with you, Toby. (laughs) I really agree with you. I said that before, too, man. I'm like, we got to look at that because that's a lot to happen, and I know injuries happen, but... You gotta, yeah. We can't have that again. Man, Freeman, I'm worried about Freeman getting injured more than anybody. I think Freeman has a 99.9% chance of getting injured during the season. He doesn't run. <laughs> he doesn't run like a worried done. He just runs. He just runs. So what are you? So what are you? He looks. I think because because I think because of the backups he's not he's not going to be on the field as much I mean if he'll play the way he should I mean the way he, he has been then I mean he proves to be a good backup then you, the, 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 you also have Edo Smith who's I don't know I, he ran better than Coleman I mean Coleman he ran better than Coleman Coleman was a good running back Coleman was a good running back but he didn't he wasn't I mean, a thousand I mean, yard running back yeah <laughs> Devontae is yeah, when healthy. When healthy, but that's the question. That's the question I keep coming back to. Can Devontae stay healthy with his running style? He was so physical and so violent. I'm kind of thinking to myself well, like mm, he'll be injured within the four within the first four weeks of the season. No, I, like I said last, we week, don't know that. We don't know that, right? And like I said last week, there was an interview with him, and he said he's he's learned. And uh, from that, and he's talked to like I think um, was it Warwick Don or someone who's talked to him, and uh, he's like he yeah realized, it was work it was work done yeah he realized that you know he doesn't have to run like that that aggressively and and cause himself more injury than he's done so that's you know hopefully Devontae will live up to that but who knows in the heat of the moment but you know yeah I, I that mean man knows, that man knows one way to run the ball I don't know he's gonna be. Turning award overnight. I agree with who, man. I agree. <laughs> with yeah, that's good. You know what? That's it's going to be tough to get out of you what you're used to doing. I mean, I just I just hope that the matchups are favorable when he does it and they don't get him hurt. <laughs> all I hope. I, I, Go ahead, Toby. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's that was all I had to say. I, I just I just hope that it. You know, when he does have those impacts <laughs> where you know he's facing another defender or whatnot man that he don't come up hurt man and can stay through most of the season because to me they they all but shown him that he's going to be the man by letting Tevin Coleman go out the door pretty much I agree with that but I also hope not only that I hope he stopped missing blocks because <laughs> that's the biggest. That's the biggest. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah. come on, Devontae. I mean, that's y'all ain't gonna let that one. Y'all ain't gonna let that one block down, huh? That one block, dude. That one that block could have made a difference. Game. Yeah. That one. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. But I mean, y'all make it seem like he's missing blocks every game. <laughs> well, he started again. He started. He did it once like, before he went out last year. I thought. Oh. It was a, a yeah, he did it yeah, in that he did he did. The Eagles game. Right, right. Yep. And Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan gave him the side eye. <laughs> He's like, dude. <laughs> He's like, we could have. Uh. 
But I, I feel you. I feel you. I feel you. All right, fellas. Well, whew, this has been fun. I mean, yeah. we all have our different uh, views on it, but I think we all come together in the, the fact that we are excited about what's happening this year. Um, we do think, think, we hope things will change, but I mean, I think we really kind of believe it because I think they're taking it serious too. So uh, hopefully this is going to be a, like a very good year for us, man. And without the embarrassment, you know? Look, dang it. I'm sick of New Orleans cracking jokes at us all the time, holding that one Super Bowl they got over our heads. Right. Like, they didn't have any trouble with them two championships they went to exactly. and didn't make it to the Super Bowl. I'm tired of it. Tampa Bay, the only team that don't say anything. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. That's because Bradlegs don't know what to say. <laughs> I got a lot of Bucks fans. You give me hell. Oh, well, I don't. I guess at least on my side, all I get is the Panthers and the Saints. Same here. I get Panthers and Saints every year. I don't even worry about the Saints. Uh, worry about the Panthers this year. I worry about the Saints. Though. I got a question. I got a question for Toby and Jr. Uh, Toby, you said you've seen Aries' uh, videos and stuff before, correct? Mm-hmm. Do you have you have? Do you know about um, JP? JP? Oh God, JP the I Saints. Mean, no, I don't think I know about JP. <laughs> nah, yeah, it, it's, it's not even worth watching. Don't even bother. Don't even bother. Yeah. Don't even bother. It's going to be a waste of your time. He's well, an, no, he is, he is pretty entertaining. He's an entertaining fellow, man. He's a Saints fan. He's pretty entertaining. All I got to say about that. So if you want to talk... <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go look them up. I don't see some people on there, some Saints fans that had their own um, YouTube or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, it may not be the same guy. Maybe I just don't know a name. But I, I know there was a guy that used to talk mad smack, boy, and just he was hilarious too. Um, Maybe. Yeah, you will be entertained. You will be entertained without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you been entertained by that fool. He posts his weekly videos. We're trying to get him on the show. No. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> no. Him and Aries are kind of, <laughs> you know, they went in it a little bit, but, you know, it's all good. It's all fun. Yeah. He doesn't even know his team. I asked him who his weak side linebacker was, and he was he was like, uh, 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 yeah, it's like, <laughs> like come on, man. He's a, he's, <laughs> yeah. It's a like Lil Wayne said, a lot of these guys became bandwagon fans. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, had a, he had a T-shirt when, I guess he said he bought it from somebody, and it said, New Orleans Saints National Champions. <laughs> man, what, oh my goodness! Oh my gosh! <laughs> we got to have this crowd too. Like it was just the thing to do. I said, you know, that's a bootleg, right? That's <laughs> uh, mm. like that episode of Martin Whitney Hooden. <laughs> Whitney Hooden. Whitney Hooden. Yeah, yeah. bro yeah, man, yeah. bro man, Whitney Hooden. Bro man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JP's hilarious. Even though, yeah, I agree with the Aries, but it is fun watching this idiot, man. He's, 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 he's funny as hell. Just, just... Oh, yeah, y'all the ones that give him views, man. I need to get some views on, on my channel. I'm, gonna go check, I'm going to check him out after I get off the phone. Because he he may be one of the guys that I used to watch 
But look up JP. Send Rock, Rock, Rock. Send him a link after the show. All right, I'll send you a link. But if you look him up, look uh, for JP Saints. Skinny dude, but he he always wears shades. Yep. <laughs> Bro- Bro- broadcasting from his mama's house. Oh, broadcasting yeah. from his yeah, mama's house. I do know him. Sliding around, sliding around in the damn chair. <laughs> oh, so you do yep. know him? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, he was hilarious, man, because back in um, 2016, when I first started the channel, um, it'd be some folks that used to have him on the you know, live stream or whatever. Right. Um, in the Google Hangouts, but he would have his own show, too. He'd always be wearing them shades all the time. Yeah, and um, <laughs> and they be they they be um, dang, what's his name? Because uh, he got a YouTube too, and they used to have him on the Google Hangouts all the time with different, you know, different guys had different teams, right. and they were always he be talking smack, but they be busting him out, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, they used to bust him out. Been to him a million times on, on the Hangouts. Yeah, he don't even care though. He don't even care. He doesn't. Yeah, he, he's the same guy that I'm thinking about. Cause sometimes he be sitting at a table and stuff. He be talking yep, about. Yep. Talking about yeah. That's the dude. That's the guy. Yeah. I, 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 he be yeah. That's him. I knew it. I was gonna say it first, and I, I knew, I knew it when I, cause I told, I be watching a lot of people. So <laughs> it just when you soon as you said that, I, I remember who that dude was. Man, they used to get on him all the time. Man, he, he don't even care. No, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah, man, it's been a while since I, I dropped the video too. So I'm gonna need you now that that, that this season's back up and running. Right, you can get out there. Do it, do it, Aries. We miss you. We haven't seen you in a while, man. So we need a video. Come on, man. On a side note, too, no, no jokes, Aries. Y'all know they're filming um, uh, coming to America Part Two in Atlanta. I heard. <laughs> mm, that's pretty. That's you know. I'm. I'm you know who's you know, in it? Cool. Q, you know who's in it? I know Michael Blackson's in it. Exactly. I know Murphy, you know what I'm Michael oh. Blackson. I was gonna tell you, Michael Blackson's in it. No oh, man, I already know. I've been I've been up on it since day one. So I that, can't wait for them uh, to put that out. I don't know how it's gonna hold up if they can do it because I think it's a little too late. But hey, I'll I'll definitely go see it. Mm, Eddie Murphy, I said, oh, they can do it. <laughs> All right, fellas. Well, let's go ahead and wrap this thing up. I want to um, thank Jr. and thank Toby D. for Pound for Pound ATL for joining us once again. Really appreciate you guys coming on, man. And I really, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of your channel, man. You guys really dropped some really good information about this team, and uh, you're doing good things. And I know you guys are getting ready to. Release a podcast, right? An audio podcast, right? Yeah, we're working on that. Uh, we've gotten uh, teamed up with a, a Big Heads Media Podcast or Sports Network, I believe right. of it. And, um, uh, and so we're going to be we're going to have our first episode out definitely by the uh, beginning of the season, cool. and uh, we'll we'll have more information on that on our channel uh, when that stuff becomes you know more solidified, right? Hey, 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 Brock, I want, the, I want these guys on, uh, especially Toby and JR, man, I want these guys and Aries, I want these guys on the, um, on the, um, social mess show. I think we should do one more social mess, and you can explain to everyone real quick what social mess is, but I think social mess, they'd be awesome on it. Well, you know, we have a social mess so show, if we call it the social mess, well, too many beers, fellas, <laughs> but, um, it's just it has nothing to do with football. It's just what's happening in entertainment and in current events, and uh, we just started that just to have like a, a different show to just to 
try things out. And uh, I think we need to do another episode coming up soon. So that's what Q's yeah. talking about. So if you guys are interested in being on an episode of that, yeah. that's cool. Any, anything on TMZ.com, we can talk about it. So, you know, let's talk about it. Let's have fun. All right. And, uh, man, we're at a point right now where we have, uh, we have OJ. We have OJ, we have R. <laughs> Kelly, we have Bill Cosby. They all call it as a guest. So at the end of the show, you can actually talk to any of those any of those uh, celebrities. I'm like, ask them what you know. JP might make, make a drop box. Oh, no. We can talk to any of those celebrities, ask them any questions you want. But it'll, it'll be, it will be fun. It's all about fun and laughs and talking about current events and having fun. Wait, this exactly. my favorite, this my favorite show to do personally. Don't don't bring Caitlyn Jenner back. Caitlyn <laughs> come back too. Caitlyn will show up right now if you wanted to. Oh lord, I actually miss Caitlyn. <laughs> but I don't know. If, I don't know what you bring her back in this show. <laughs> no, yeah. Don't call her tonight. Don't call her. But I think uh, I think Toby would be a great fit for the social mess show. Right. Along with uh, Sammy Socialite, so let's uh, <laughs> let's plan a let's plan a social mess show. Jr. If he wants to join too and wants to give his opinions on on any of the any anything going on right now in the world, let's talk about it. Right. That's what we do on social mess. All right, gotta get Sammy on this next episode. Gotta get Sammy. I'm working on Sammy, man. We, we gotta get yeah, we gotta get Sammy on that social mess show. We might have scared him off, but uh, I'll, I'll keep reaching out to him. But uh, all right, I want to thank everybody again. Uh, don't you, be sure to check out Pound for Pound ATL. Check us out. We're at uh, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud, and also check us out on ArmchairAllAmerican.com. We're there, and um, I guess we'll talk to you guys next week. And by the way, guys, next week I'm going to be out of pocket. I'm going to be in Orlando all week. At a podcast Ooh. seminar or event that lasts all week. Oh, yeah, it's that time. Yep. Time. Yep. So hopefully I learn some cool new tricks and, and things to help grow everything. So, um, take, take it I, I think my wife is there next week, so you might be hanging out with Chelsea. So. Or in Orlando? Mm hmm. Yes, sir. All right. Cool. Oh. Cool. Still love Sarah coming home. Wow. She gave her guys a mohawks. Nope. <laughs> On that she note. Had a hotel room, though. <laughs> mm, very true. <laughs> All right. Well, and, and don't forget the Labor Day pool party at, Q, at Q's house. Oh yeah, Q's having a Labor Day pool we're, party. We're getting we're getting closer yeah, and closer yeah, every party. day. Closer and closer every day. So we'll do the oh, pool sorry. party. And Toby, Toby, you're right around the corner from me. And I don't know where Jr. is, but if he's around the corner too, he's more than welcome too. But I'm in uh, I'm in Woodstock, so you know I'm not far from you guys. So. Oh snap! Rob, right, right, bring me, bring me a T-shirt, man. I got a twenty on me. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of which, man, you gotta. I'll, I'll take pictures of the new merch that I, that I that I made to wear down there next week. So uh, I'm all supplied up, man, to promote it. So cool. We should be good, man. But uh, all right, fellas. So we may may or may not have a show next week. I'm not sure how I'm gonna work that out, but uh, I'll let y'all know. 
And uh, if that is it, if anybody else doesn't have anything, we can wrap it up. See you next Be time. Be sure to check me out on YouTube. <laughs> 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 I can... <laughs> I, I, like, comment, subscribe, share, all that good um, stuff. You know, I'm already following and my son's following, but we'll, we'll keep following. Please follow put out, Aries. Put out videos. Exactly. Aries, you can find them on YouTube and Twitter. Yeah. I got a notification button on. <laughs> when you put them out, I'm going to check them out. <laughs> oh, YouTube, Tubi? Yeah. Toby? Yeah. What is it? What is Tubi. it? What is it? No, Tubi. I got the app on my TV. I got the app on my TV, Tubi. So I'm like, oh, sorry. I got the app on my TV, Tubi. Toby, what's your, uh, where are you at on, uh, where are you at on um, YouTube? It's um, Pound for Pound ATL. Um, the number four. Yeah. Yeah, the thing I've been saying for like I'll be three, following you in the next few minutes. <laughs> Well, <laughs> Toby just told me right now, so I'll follow him right now. Right. You don't mean it until yeah, Toby man. told me. Yeah, check me and JR out, man. We, we put some good fan information out there. Y'all do that, man. Y'all do that. And I want to holler at y'all, man, because y'all getting view numbers, man. I'm jealous, so I got to figure out the secret. <laughs> who, 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 who you telling? I know, you right, Aries? These no, guys but are hey, in the thousands. But hey, hey, Aries, Rock, Toby, JR. We can put up the social media, the social mesh show. Oh, we gonna we gonna we gonna knock it out the park. I'm, I, I write jokes, so we gonna knock it out the park. I write jokes, so we gonna knock it out the park. We gonna we gonna do the social mesh show and knock it out the park. We're gonna get all the numbers. Just let me know when you're ready. Let me know when you're ready. Right. Social mesh, we gonna do it. All right, guys. All right. All right. We will see y'all next week. Later. Peace. 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 Check out the What's Up Falcons podcast exclusively at armchairallamericans.com. Subscribe to the What's Up Falcons podcast on iTunes and SoundCloud. Listen to the What's Up Falcons podcast at whatsupfalcons.com. Hey, Falcon fans. We know you love football, and I'm sure you love college football. And each week, Anthony Goldman and I, as well as friends and guests, get together and talk college football on the College Football Debrief. That's right, John. And, of course, you'll get game recaps, game breakdowns, inside analysis on coaching. But the most fun part about this, it's two guys talking college football that love college football and are passionate about the game. You can catch our podcast on iTunes, Spreaker, SoundCloud, whatever your podcatcher is. And rumor has it, Anthony and I will have a tailgating segment. Fly up the... Mother's Day is almost here. 
and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day for movement. Whether mom's into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, movement has something she'll love. And right now, you can save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with up to 50% off site-wide during Movement's Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.